welcome to a very special once in a lifetime episode of Fingers Crossed, everyone. This is once in a lifetime because you only get one one year anniversary. And that is today, my friends. Specifically, I think it's actually tomorrow. It's the 21st of July. 2020 was when we first announced the podcast, Fingers Crossed. So we have actually reached one year of crossing our fingers. Insert sound effect here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's been a wild ride that we're so okay. We we're done with the sound effect. (laughs) Oh, maybe for the five year we can really wrap it up. We um I can't believe it's been a year of this. Like looking back, I was looking actually, I've gotten in the habit of looking back at my Instagram like um memories when it shows you five years ago ago, and what you posted a year. Yeah. (laughs) And one year ago it was all of the us building up to it and posting the clues and everyone guessing and all of that. When we like did all that hype stuff. Oh my gosh, I remember when you posted the picture of the Spotify building and people thought you like got a job at Spotify and they're like, What is it? What is it? And you're like Yeah, people were confused, but at long last, most people did end up guessing that it was a podcast though. So here it is, one year later. I can't believe the time has flown, but here we are. So welcome everyone to our one year reflection episode. We have a lot to look back on, some highs, some lows, some great episodes, guests. We've had so much fun and so much growth in this past year of this podcast. So much has like just so much like self-awareness and learning and learning from guests, learning from each other, learning from the things it's brought up for us to talk about in our own self Yeah, like talking through things. Yeah, it's Honestly, I'm so grateful for it, and I feel so grateful that we get to have this platform with all of you as well. You know, who we've we've gotten to hear your feedback and hear your thoughts and hear your stories we and questions. We can hear your thoughts. <laughs> We're inside <laughs> we've your brain. We've become mind readers. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's really, I just feel so grateful that we've had this opportunity and that we've had this platform. And one of the biggest things is I've you know I've talked to friends about this is I feel like in college or in higher learning you're often encouraged in your classes to have deeper discussions or to talk about, you know, psychology of things or sociology of things or like how the mind works or why you do this or you kind of you get into those more philosophical discussions a lot because it's prompted. But as you get out of college or, you know, high school even and you're out of academic academic settings, you sort of find less opportunities to have those conversations, but the desire to have them doesn't really go away. It just Mm -hmm. you're not prompted to have them or you're not there's not a, a professor up there asking you, well, why do you think the world is this way? And why do you, so this platform or this podcast has given us a platform to have those discussions. And I honestly feel like my life has been enriched because I get to have deeper conversations on a weekly basis. And, you know, mm-hmm. not just hearing my own opinions and Christy's opinions, but the opinions of all the people that listen and their thoughts and stories. And it's really, I've just been so grateful to have that. It's almost like you know, in a book club, you know, you always get together and you have the opportunity to dive deeper and discuss how it made you feel and, you know, what it's, what the symbolism is, you know, all that stuff. It's like we have a place for it. So that, that's kind of been something I've realized has been such a benefit that I, I did, we didn't plan. It just sort of kind of came up that way. Yeah. I love that. I hadn't really thought about it in those terms, but that's so true that so often in life, you just got caught up with the day to day and like you sometimes have conversations with your friends about like bigger ideas and what ifs and more abstract things but it's less common when you're not like pushed or challenged 
in a formal setting like school right. when you're yeah you know, when you put it that way it does make a lot of sense and I love those discussions like I love when I just get into super random abstract like what do you think about this kind of things where it's not just you talking about like what's going on in your life and work and those day-to-day mundane things I think it's great the bachelor to break out and of that. shoe sales at Zara you know like things that actually are, Which a are little... fun from time they to time are, absolutely but, but you don't it's want not... all of your conversations right. to consist of that exactly and it's not like you know you go to a little house party with your friends and all of a sudden everyone brings in a prompted question that you come in to sit down and discuss together I mean it could be cool well I actually would recommend that we did that one time my friends we were over and having like a little dinner party at my friend's apartment and um, we were talking about this is actually something we should do. I don't know if it would be interesting to listen to for a whole episode, but it's um, oh, I forget how many questions there are, but I think it's like 20 questions that make you fall in love or something. Oh. But it's essentially I mean, it doesn't really like make you fall in love. It's essentially questions that kind of like create intimacy between people because it brings up things that you wouldn't normally talk about with like. I mean, in the context of a sure. romantic partner or, you know, your friends, just people in your life, like any sort of relationship. And um, we actually went around and we each answered one of those questions. And it was so like eye opening, just learning about the people that you're around a lot, like your friends that you think you know super well, but like Absolutely. it opens up things that like you don't normally bring up in day to day conversations and just like learning more that way. I think it's great to try and that's a challenge for all of you listening right now for the one year anniversary, fingers crossed, is just to like maybe break out of the day to day discussions, you know, what's going on in your life with your friends and like dive deeper and ask, like, just bring a random deep question like that. I love um, that. And I get wish- to know them in a different way. I think if, if people could normalize it and not have it be like, a, oh, you're the one weird one that always wants to discuss psychology. <laughs> I will gladly be that one, though. Like, I don't, I'll take one for the team and take that title because I think that's so much more interesting a lot of the time than just like the, you know, oh, I um, work was really stressful this week. Like, of course, I want to like hear what's yeah, going on in my friends nice lives but... in addition to deepen those relationships because I kind of feel like sometimes you can only get so far in a relationship on surface level things mm-hmm. be it be it platonic or a romantic relationship with whomever um so and there are times when you want to share something about your past with a group of friends but it's never like the right time or it's never like you don't want to just like throw... or does it come up naturally? yeah it doesn't come up naturally so it just doesn't or no one's ever asked but there are mm-hmm. things that you want to share or you you would be willing to share in order to have people understand you better and there have been situations where I've been in groups where something did come up and I learned something about someone that I never would have guessed and right. I found a completely newfound respect for them because of something they'd been through and you know I just I think we need to find more opportunities in our adult lives to have those kinds of discussions in a prompted way, because sometimes when there is a prompt, it takes the pressure off forcing it to come up naturally. You know, it's mm-hmm, just sort definitely. of like, you know, it's like, oh, well, it's a prompted question. So we're all just going to talk about it. And no one's the narcissist. We're just all here, you know? You know what the, um, that game, We're Not Really Strangers. Have you ever seen that? There's an Instagram mm-hmm. called We're Not Really Strangers. You should follow it. It's actually really interesting. They post like, you know, little inspirational quotes or questions or whatever on their Instagram. And they have an entire game where it's essentially like questions to deepen relationships. So it's like you pull a card and you answer a question. It's kind of like what we did with that article about like questions to fall in love or whatever. But the game is designed that way. Like 
the whole promise or um the whole premise is like we're not really strangers like we know each other super well we can deepen our relationship and like ask those questions kind of like you're talking about that wouldn't come up naturally and i think it's so interesting i don't have the game i think orly has it i just um, followed the instagram page it has 4.1 million followers and yeah I it's definitely 50, not like an underground thing yeah 50 mutual <laughs> people that follow it so wow where have yeah I it's been? very popular i want to get the game myself i should buy it they probably sell it like target or something but that's a way to do it to bring it up when it's like okay we can make this a fun party game and like Mm -hmm. actually you know have deeper conversations without making it just this awkward so what does everyone think about the concept of finding love after love (laughs) do you believe in love after love you just casually play that song and say so (laughs) do you (laughs) um we have a game like that called a hygge the h-y-g-g-e which is the swedish word for Mm. the cozy feeling we have a game it's like a little tabletop game and but a lot of the questions i think are a little elementary like would you rather be able to fly or be invisible and why and it's kind of like oh it's a cool question but i kind of want something that's a little more um a little more in depth for adults yeah Yeah. so that makes sense um, i think that game was designed to be more family friendly that you can play it with kids and i'm looking Mm -hmm. for one that's more adult focused so that that's a great i should look into that um yeah but but bring it back to the podcast i do agree that this is been a really great platform for that that I didn't really foresee like we didn't make this podcast to have you know we we didn't go into it saying like we want to have deeper conversations with each other and share them like it was just kind of like you know we have topics that we want to talk about about being in your 20s and I think it's brought on a lot more depth than we expected I think it's been more dynamic at least for me than I expected Um, Not that I thought it would be super service level and sometimes it is and sometimes it's just for fun and sometimes we just like read funny stories but sometimes like we've gotten into some really deep discussions that actually have changed the way I've thought about things or like given me a new perspective um, that's been beneficial for myself and also like for you know what I bring to my relationships and friends and all of that. Fresh from San Diego, California comes the latest sunglass brand that I've been obsessed with and I'm talking about Blender's Eyewear. You guys are going to be just as hooked when you see how awesome these sunglasses are. I got the mica shades in Polite Pearl. They're these really fun cat eye yellow sunglasses and I love to wear them when I wanna kind of spice up an outfit and just have a bold accessory, honestly, because I usually don't have colored sunglasses, but I love these. So Blenders, if you don't know, was started by Chase Fisher, selling his beachy shades out of a backpack while doubling as a surf instructor in Pacific Beach. His goal was to make a creative adventurous mid-price eyebrow option with the same cool factor as other leading styles. But unlike the big brand shades you've probably lost or smashed in the past, blenders are actually affordable, so you're not going to cry as much when the inevitable happens. Blender's team of in-house designers are constantly coming out with new styles from orange polarized wraparounds, tortoise shell frames with purple lenses, to classic gold arms on black lens. And it's not just sunglasses. Blender's has prescription glasses, readers, and blue lights, as well as a snow collection with goggles and accessories. Live life in forward motion with Blender's today. You can get 15% off your Blender's purchase. Go to blenderseyewear.com and enter promo code FINGERSCROSSEDVIP. That's blenderseyewear.com code fingers crossed vip for 15 percent off blenders rocked with pride worldwide i feel like we designed it to be like a a 20 survival guide i feel like that was kind of our mm-hmm. intention when we designed it and for it to just be kind of you know like a fun chat where we talk about going through our 20s and like figuring that out and express it, our frustration yeah like... and we've done that certainly but like you said i think we uncovered a deeper layer that 
we weren't expecting. And uh, I, you know, I certainly have been challenged by some of the things we've talked about and it's forced me to look inward because I think one of the biggest things that we have strived to do on this podcast is be authentic. And part of being authentic isn't always sharing every single thing about your life because sometimes, you know, we don't feel comfortable or sometimes it brings up tough stuff. But part of being authentic is like being real with yourself and acknowledging like why those feelings are there and how we can discuss them in like a safe way with boundaries and everything, but still bring our authentic story to the table in a mm-hmm. way that can resonate with, with the people that listen. So it's just, it's brought up so many, I don't know, like things that make me feel very emotionally mature and emotionally um, growing, Emo- that's emotionally growing. That's not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, definitely. It's, like it's emotional development. Development. Like yeah, I that's think. a that's a better word. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I think it's definitely been a great vehicle for kind of us challenging our own, you know, thoughts and our own issues and things like to a certain extent, but also, you know, making it a broader discussion um, and bringing in different people too. I always love getting messages after someone listened to the podcast and they're like, wow, this really, like I resonated with this, this brought up something that I hadn't thought about. And I like wanted to read more about it, you know, things like that, where it's just kind of like been a ripple effect too. And like someone saying like, oh, I shared this with my cousin and she loves it. Like she went through something similar, you know, things like that, where it's Mm -hmm. like able to not only like for our own, you know, benefit, but broadening the conversation and helping other people um and kind of like just starting more conversations in general i think exactly great a great side effect and i think there's a lot of people that would love to have those conversations and would love to learn about these things and would love to talk about them but they don't necessarily have access to a platform or they don't feel comfortable themselves being the you know the instigator of it and so i feel really proud that we were able to create something for not just ourselves, but, you know, for others to come in and, you know, be a part of this. I feel like we're like a community. I don't feel like it's just you and me that sit here and talk. Like, it feels like we have a community, especially there are a really nice handful of people that truly listen to every episode and including some of my close friends that reach out and tell me they listen to every single episode Mm -hmm. every Tuesday. And they give me like, oh, I really liked what you said here. And like that brought up thoughts for me about this. And it just it honestly, it's really humbling. Like it just, it makes me feel so, so grateful that we've put in the effort that we have. I mean, humble brag, we've had 52 episodes and we didn't skip a single week the entire year. Like that's pretty so crazy. Far. Watch I mean, us so, mess this one up. <laughs> I don't know, but like, isn't that crazy that even in weeks where I needed a break, Christy took over when Christy was not available, I took over, you know, we, we, we kind of made it work. So just mm-hmm. feel a little, a little proud about that. Yeah, we've definitely come a long way. I think I didn't really know how it was going to go, especially because this was started kind of as a quarantine project, essentially. When we started the podcast, it was, you know, summer of 2020. We had been in lockdown for a few months and we were both kind of like going crazy without something to do. And then we're like, okay, what if we channel this into this podcast that's been a pipe dream of ours for like a couple years honestly maybe but a year we or never had the time we literally like but then when we brought it up again in quarantine when we had no jobs and nothing to do and it was just like oh well there's literally no excuse we gotta do it and mm-hmm. and it i'm has... so glad we did like yeah. it was great timing for us and we were able to really put our energy in the time it took into it and i think honestly a lot of people underestimate 
just how much back end goes into getting a podcast off the ground initially. Yeah. Um, like obviously it takes a lot in the process as you go along too, because you have to do your research and, you know, topics and reach out to guests and have time to record and edit and all of that. But in the beginning, initially, not that this makes it sound dramatic, like anyone can do it, but you do have to commit to, you know, putting in the time to really carving out what you want it to be planning ahead, like being on the same page, if you have a co host and like practicing and all of that. Um, So it was really good for us to throw ourselves into that especially last summer when we were feeling like pretty lost and right. you know feeling the lockdown blues and everything and um it worked out well for us to have that and be able to get that groove and feel confident in it and what we were doing once we started working again and you know getting back mm-hmm. into life and craziness and things were opening again so i think it it was serendipitous that it happened the way it did. Um, you know, I honestly, do it any differently. I was I was really struggling, and you guys know this. I talked about it a lot in the early episodes. I struggled a lot during the pandemic, like, and this honestly was like my life raft. It like gave mm-hmm. me something to hold on to that was fun and exciting and meant something to me, and it gave me a artistic outlet because we were like just you know playing with graphics and and photos mm -hmm. and we were, you know, making an Instagram. And then I also got to do editing, you know, which I had had some experience in, but I got to like get better at my audio editing skills. And it just like, it gave me a place to put my focus for a little while. And now Mm -hmm. the challenge is that I'm working again. Christy's working again. Life is opening. Our social lives are happening and like things, you know, the challenge is to still give it the the time and respect it deserves while still trying to, you know, go back into maintaining our lives. And we are, we are running into complications just with literal scheduling and finding the time. And there's been a lot of, at least for me, late night, Monday editing or um, sessions, like late night, Monday night editing sessions before it goes up on Tuesday, because I worked the whole day and I was busy the whole weekend. And it's just kind of like, you know, so, but that aside, it's a, it's definitely a learning and growing process and it means so much to us that we want to find the time to make it work. Yeah. And it is so rewarding too. And it's like every time, like it might get, you know, when you have any sort of side hustle, but like a podcast where you have to make time to sit down and record and edit and all that, um, like coordinating with someone else, like it might get kind of stressful sometimes when you're like, Oh, but I want to do all these things and I have these plans and like squeezing it in and not that I ever have like dreaded recording, but you know, when you're just like, okay, I had to do this on my to-do list and check it off sometimes when you just like get in that rhythm, but then I'll walk away from recording an episode and just feel so much better. And it's like mm-hmm. kind of like a therapy in a sense of just like feeling a weight off your shoulders and feeling like you progressed in some way or learned something new or just like got a laugh or had a different change of perspective where it actually is kind of like a reset. Like I honestly love recording and just sitting down because we're best friends. Like it's good for us to catch up and mm-hmm. like have these different conversations and then you walk away feeling refreshed. So I think it's honestly great if you're looking to do some sort of side hustle or podcast, particularly, you know, if you're talking about a topic that you really care about and you really are able to learn something from also in the process you walk away from it just feeling refreshed too. So it's not only like adding something onto your plate, because of course it's going to be work, but if you're able to find something in it that gives back to you and like helps you grow as a person in some way or challenges you, it really is rewarding and makes all of that work and that extra time you're putting in and those hours um, really worth it. And it's a different kind of payoff. So um, I'm super glad. I've never like had a moment in this past year, even if things have gotten more crazy 
or whatnot. I've never had a moment where I was like, wow, I wish we didn't have this podcast. Like I regret doing it or anything. Like it's yeah, always no. been such a fun outlet um, that I absolutely love. So it's also been really interesting having your best friend be your business partner. And I've never really had that experience before because there are times where we need to talk about stuff like as business partners, you know, and, tr- and while we are still being best friends. And I think it's been a really great exercise for me who is not great with confrontation and has always kind of struggled to bring stuff up. If I like get really nervous, it's been really great for me. If I have something that like in a business sense, I want to talk to Christy about, it's been good to kind of learn how to navigate that and how to like, you know, bring stuff up and to, Mm -hmm. you know, not be so afraid of, you know, talking to Christy as my business partner and not just as a best friend or like when I, you know, when I want to talk to her as a best friend and not as a business partner and, you know, working that out because they're definitely, it's the same as, you know, when they say, oh, when you live with your best friend and like, you know, it's roommates, you know, like they always say there, mm-hmm. there can be challenges that arise, but I think we've done a, a good job of kind of navigating that, you know, cause it's not always going to be hunky dory. It's not always going to be perfect, but, you know, realizing that you both want to take the time to, you know, work together in a healthy and respectful way. I think that that's helped. I know you've never really had many issues with confrontation. It's never been something that's really tough for you. But like for me, it's been a a really good growing moment learning to be comfortable speaking my mind, you know? Mm -hmm. Definitely. Because she has to tell me off all the time. (laughs) But if you guys haven't yet, you should go listen to our confrontation episode because we actually did an entire episode talking about kind of like our confrontation styles, what we struggle with, tips for, you know, healthy confrontation and like working through problems with people in a constructive way. Um, So I would definitely recommend going back and listening to that one. I don't remember off the top of my head what number it is, but I'm sure if you scroll down on the podcast page, you can find it. But yeah, that's just an example of like one thing, like so many times we'll come across, you know, little issues and we hadn't, when we set out to do the podcast, we weren't planning, let's do an episode all about healthy confrontation. It was just, you know, we were living our lives and we were coming across these own little issues and like working through things with each other in our own lives with other people that just naturally come up that we're like, we should talk about this. Like, this is something that, you know, I can't be the only one that struggles with this, that I'm going through this, etc. So it's been awesome to be able to grow and expand the podcast as we go and kind of broadening the terms of what we thought it would be too and like readjusting you know to what actually we come across in our lives and those things that might not be on your list of like oh this is exactly you know only problems for people in their 20s but just in life in general and things that we're facing that probably will help other people too things like confrontation coming across them um, and working together and things like that so it's definitely been a great way to um just continue to learn as we're going, like I said, yeah. Um, bringing those relevant things that were happening at the time into the podcast and like starting the discussions around that, I think it's been an awesome way to kind of like keep it relevant too. Yeah. I don't know about you, Christy, if this has, because um, I know your career path is kind of different than this. You're more like as far as your main career focus on your, you know, your political science aspirations or I would not political what, what do you even call your career path I would say like international affairs yeah okay international affairs there we go I want to make sure I'm saying the right thing <laughs> um but for me I've always loved like being on camera and kind of having a like goal towards you know either like acting or presenting or performing and having this as a side hobby that still relates to like my main career passion has like further solidified for me future career goals that I want to go towards. And that has been really cool as well. Um, Experimenting with it and learning, you know, that I feel like I can 
I don't want to say blossom. How so? Blossom is such a, a dumb word. Um, well, just you mean like, particularly in like like talking, like a talk. Yeah, show that like thing? having. I don't have to be an actor in a sitcom to have like that that like glowing moment when I'm on stage that I've always like thought I could only find in stage acting, or I thought I could only find it in being you know a TV actor. Right. Like that, there's different avenues yeah, for achieving that, that same fulfillment. Of exactly, that and it can. Mm-hmm feel the same and but look different and it's made me want to continue I don't know if maybe someday I'll have my own podcast or work towards having a talk show or you better not leave me (laughs) I'm not saying I'm gonna take over fingers crossed and change the password and lock you out of the account and make it so you can't come back well now the idea is in my head (laughs) I'm just saying like you know maybe 10 years from now I have my own show where I talk about xyz like I'm just saying like it's it's very much affirmed for me that I feel like I'm going in a in a good direction and that I'm going in a That's right good. direction wherever that may be it's kind of felt like a um you know when you're climbing the stairs and you're like okay it's this 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 stair step makes sense and that's what this has felt like so not only in an emotional journey but in a career journey for me as well I I just that analogy when would you step up on a staircase and think wait this step does not make sense I must go back down the stairs sometimes I have great analogies sometimes <laughs> they don't go as well remember I was Honestly, like life is like a, a, a can of soda that the lid flew off on a roller coaster and then someone was like wait what did you say your analogies are one of my favorite parts of the podcast though I always look forward to that I don't even realize what comes out of my mouth sometimes but I I I think it's just because I'm a visual person so if I give a visual or something it makes sense to you Yeah. yeah exactly um I was telling talking to my mom yesterday and I was saying something about like in my analogy I gave I was like yeah it's like I'm the only person on a nude beach and everyone else is wearing clothes and she's like okay not a nude piece. <laughs> but but I was we got to the point of what I was getting at, but I'm like, I just do this. I just like make these analogies constantly. I love it. It just shows the creative side of your brain though. You know, you don't go for those typical already been done analogies. You had to come up with something new. Something yes. that I think might fit what you're trying to say better, not to one up your analogy, but maybe like a train track. Like you're placing the track in front of you and you like the direction it's going in. Not yeah, necessarily that, 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 a stairs. Yes. Um <laughs> unless it's Harry Potter where the stairs do move. And they're changing from left to right. And yes, I'm, like, exactly. okay, but this, I'm just thinking this... most of the time you don't have options of where the stairs are going. <laughs> like it's just still going up. But yes, I love the analogy. Next time I'm halfway up the stairs, I'll just be like, this stair <laughs> this doesn't make sense. sense. And I'm just going to skip over it. <laughs> or turn around and go back down the stairs. Thank you. Um, yes, but yes, well, like- anyway, I'm glad that this stair step has made sense for you. And I think it's great. It's also just really awesome in the sense that podcasting wasn't even a big thing until recent years. Like how you're talking about how, oh, this next step makes sense. And you're finding different avenues that you didn't foresee because they weren't really a thing back when you made these goals or dreams of like wanting to be on stage or whatnot. And having that sort of like seeing how you can progress in a different way that you didn't even know existed at one mm-hmm. point and you know just advancements like that it's it's awesome to be able to kind of expand your own idea of what you thought you could do or like what's exactly. available to you the position so. I have at my job did not exist five years ago like those yeah. positions didn't exist and it's such a great lesson when you ask kids you know we I think we talked about this at one point and they say what do you want to be when you grow up a I saw a TikTok that said that yeah mm-hmm. a lot of times the jobs don't even exist it doesn't you know most the things times that, now the, these, because of the it, advancement of technology it's like and, very rare that kids grow up 
in the future like you never know what it's going to be like or even think about like the expansion of mental health awareness and like having mental health counselors in regular jobs and having like crisis counselors and like all these things in in so many places that that didn't exist like 15 years ago i mean it's because not to the same scale yeah no like things are they're evolving and, and moving and so it it provides such a sense of peace to not mm. have to have it planned out that, oh, I know exactly what my job will be in 10 years because someone could create a position for me. Someone could create a, a new position for you. Like that doesn't exist already because it, the, there's a need that is Or you created. could create your own position, like for exactly. your own niche. Totally. Um, now that we're talking about this, I'm going to read a quote that, um, and this was not planned. It just was sparked right now that somebody shared on their Instagram um, and I'm going to share it with you because it really stuck with me. I've been sharing a lot of quotes recently. Well, actually only a few, but I'm reading this book that I talked about that I honestly think everyone listening needs to read. I want Sierra to read it. Is it it's the called... 1001 essays or things that... Yeah, the 101 essays that will change the way you think. And just the writing, this um, author, Brianna Weist, I think is her name, just the way that she puts these thoughts into words just really like resonates with a lot of things that are so relevant to me into like this podcast too and things that we've talked about so i've been sending sierra a couple passages that like i think would resonate with her, i need but... to read that and the other book which we're going to talk about at the end of this podcast because there's some a fun announcement we're making um but anyway here's the quote it is what do i want to do for the rest of my life versus what do i want to experiment with and explore in this season of my life the second question helps you honor the ever-changing truth of who you are while the first creates arbitrary limits that define who you are wow that's really good and i i read that and i was like oh my gosh like what do i want to experiment with and explore in this season like that's that's what i'm doing right now at my job like and it doesn't mean i have to always have a grand plan 10 years from now of where i'm gonna be i mean it's good to have goals but giving yourself that this is an experiment in a season allows yourself the peace of not having to freak out all the time and just realizing Mm -hmm. that you're an ever-changing person which comes along with that concept of becoming that we have been talking about so much and evolving and it it just like reading that I felt this wash of peace come over me and I was like I I've got to share it you know I definitely think that that relates to not mantra but I feel like that's the unspoken kind of what we're trying to convey in this podcast like that's the theme I feel like of fingers crossed is like that exploration in this season of your life and like trying new things and challenging what you thought you wanted for yourself and growing and you know that whole idea of becoming and all of that I think we've touched on that a lot in the podcast throughout different episodes and in different ways not every decision is permanent and you know you're not stepping in concrete right now of this path of your life like it's so fluid and things are gonna change and you're you're going to change and the people in your life will too. And like navigating those changes and who you are turning into as you navigate your twenties or older, whatever it fits into your life as you're listening to this. Like, I love that kind of concept and just challenging your own ideas of, you know, who you thought you would be or should be versus who you are and following the path that really suits you and your life. Mm -hmm. And rather than what you thought it would be, I think it's just and that quote fits that a lot, too. I really like that, especially looking at it in the terms of seasons and how it's just not permanent and everything is temporary. And, you know, you never know the lesson of a season until you're looking back on it either. Like hindsight is 2020 and it might seem like something you're going through is hell and there's no reason that anything should be happening to you that you're going through. But then, you know, you look back and you realize what came out of it. 
Um, so I really like that quote. Can you text it to me? I, I just sent it to you on Instagram. Yeah. Amazing. Um, Thank you. Yeah. There was another one that Christy, you should read the one you texted me the other day that relates perfectly to this about um, that the person who you once were no longer exists. That one. You texted oh yeah. Me. I'll pull it um, up. Christy's been in this essays book she's been reading. She sent me a passage yesterday that perfectly goes along. I think in the last episode, just as a refresher, I was bringing up how I had a small setback with my own mental health as far as the choices I've made in my career path because I was worried that like 12 year old me wouldn't be happy with some of my recent choices I've made and that I she wouldn't she would feel disappointed that I've shifted gears a little bit and uh, I kind of set me back into a place of feeling like oh I, I've made a mistake or I I've given up or anything like that and then um we kind of worked through that in, in the intro but Christy sent me a quote that I thought was really good yeah, the page before, I only sent you the last page of this chapter, so I don't remember what she was quite saying right before this, um, but basically the whole premise is, you know, you're the old story of who you were, reconciling that with where you are now kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So she says, um, I don't know the sentence before this, but I'll just say it anyway. That doesn't make it wrong. Okay. That doesn't make it wrong or bad. It just means you didn't anticipate it. You didn't know well enough to have chosen it. Trying to make sense of your life is trying to see if the old story checks out, if the person you once were would be happy with the life they lead today. You're looking for answers in people that don't exist. I love it that. Literally, like, I just got chills again. It's like yeah. that person doesn't exist anymore, but that doesn't mean with this concept of constantly becoming that she's not with you. She's mm -hmm. with you, but she doesn't exist because who exists is who you are right now. And, and all the experience you've had since then exactly. and like things you've learned since then and who you are is a whole compilation of your experiences and people you've met and everything since that point where you thought you wanted a certain thing too. Um, so let me just finish this last yeah. paragraph. It says clarity comes from doing, not thinking about doing. A good life comes from choosing to work with what you have, accepting that you don't always choose what you work with, but knowing you're always given what you need to use, especially when you don't realize you need to use it. So I think the whole chapter was, I, I think the title of it was, um, oh, um, it was about like trying to make sense of your life and how we are always trying to make sense of our life and justify the things that are happening and all of this when we don't always have that perspective. Like when you're looking back at what you wanted when you were younger and how it's not what you have now, et cetera, um, which I think is such an interesting concept. I think we could do a whole episode, honestly, about like trying to make sense of your life and trying to understand you know, why certain things are happening and the need mm. for people to like um, rationalize those things and everything when sometimes there's nothing to rationalize in the moment because you have to like step away from it or have hindsight and like look back at it later on to understand why in the seasons, you know, like, yeah, who knows what this season is going to bring you, um, but it will turn out to be something good if you're, you know, if you look back on it, hopefully. But anyway, yeah. that was kind of a sidetrack. But I do think that that relates a lot to what our podcast kind of turned into yeah. in a good way and like finding its own, like we kind of had to carve out, um, like we had an idea at the outset, you know, obviously we set like our own description and everything and we had our own like elevator pitch and an idea, but really as we went on and expanded our own concepts of episodes we wanted to do and things we wanted to explore in the podcast and guests we wanted to bring on, like I think it relates a lot to that, um, which I'm really proud of. Like, I think it's a really good direction for us and it's a great open-ended way to kind of continue different conversations too, because I think yeah. everyone can relate to that. It's been an honor to be on this journey and I don't mean that in a cheesy way, but I really do like being on this journey with you and with ourselves and with all of the community that we have with this podcast. It's, it's really, 
it's been very special. Yeah. So that being said, we would still love, we're always open to suggestions. Our DMs are always open. Or um, email, especially if you now. Instagram, you can yes. email us at fingerscrosspod at gmail.com. And we even have voice messages. There's a link in our description always. If you want to leave us like a little voicemail, we'd love to hear your voices. That's fun too. Um, we didn't really utilize them that much in the past year, but like we totally could more. I think, um, wouldn't it be fun to do an episode where we like did a storytelling type thing, but we like just shared voice memos, like a bunch of people's different voices and telling us, I think that would be mm -hmm. really cool. That would be fun. Maybe we'll do that in season two because we are reflecting on the past year. We are wrapping up the first 53 episodes that make season one of fingers crossed everyone so big changes ahead we haven't even said this yet in the podcast i guess but we're going to take a little bit of a break a little a bit hiatus. of a hiatus just because we have been doing this consistently for 53 weeks now and we are just going to kind of regroup relax and spend the next few weeks preparing for what we could do to make fingers crossed even better so we'd love to hear from you guys in the meantime we're definitely coming back like it's not like no we're, we're, we're coming back we have it's a season like, two <laughs> we have a set date on the calendar when we're uploading again it's all set but we're taking a few weeks off like christy said because we want to work on some projects some a little bit of just like not rebranding but just like adjusting our brand and what we want to do that fits where we are now and uh, how we want to move forward and taking some time to plan some things but like yeah. Christy said, we would absolutely love to hear from you if there's like, if you have this idea in the back of your mind, like, mm, fingers crossed is great, but it could be awesome if they did this or if they talked about this or if they included this, please send them our way because we want this to be a place that's a community. And in a community, everybody gets to share their thoughts. So we would love to hear from you. And absolutely, if you have specific guests you want to hear, what kind of people and perspectives you want to hear from, that's something we were talking about before is like diversifying the guests that we bring on and just having more and more voices to broaden the conversations even beyond what we have. We definitely could do that more. So we'd love to hear if you guys have specific people or specific backgrounds of people that you'd want to hear from, fields, whatnot. Um, we have some ideas in, in our pocket, but we'd love yeah. to hear yours as well. Um, um, something else I've been thinking about as well is the fact that I feel like our episodes have been really like good but like pretty family friendly and I think that we are adults and I think that there oh. are some topics season two will be very call her daddy <laughs> I just you know somebody said that to me and there there where I told them I had a podcast and they're like oh like call her daddy I was like no <laughs> not quite um but I think More we like, are adults call her sister we're in our mid-20s <laughs> call her and cousin I think we're call, call her auntie call the ambulance because <laughs> i'm out of here <laughs> oh god okay anyway go i was just saying i think it would be good if we were to open up ourselves to having a couple more adult conversations or like things like for example talking about abusive relationships or just things that are a little more like not necessarily quite as family friendly, but are real things that adults go through and are real mm -hmm. questions and real topics to talk about. I think that's something that for me, I want to look into how I feel comfortable exploring, opening up some other topics that we haven't gotten into at all that I think people really do want to hear about, you know, it's mm -hmm. in, you know, destigmatizing some of those things. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a great point. Um, and also going into our next three weeks, we have an exciting announcement is we are going to have a little book club. So we wanted to have like something going on still while we're gone for three weeks. You won't have episodes to live. Well, you can always go back and listen to old episodes too, but you won't have new content to listen to. But in the meantime, 
on, um, you know, your Tuesday afternoon when you're usually listening to Fingers Crossed. Instead, you could listen to this audiobook or read a paper book because we're doing a book club. So, book club, book club. Okay, and now we have a jingle for our book club. Thank you, Sarah. Um, but we've talked about this book before, actually, on the podcast. I think I brought it up because I read it like early 2020. Um, and it's a very popular book for people in their 20s. It's called The Defining Decade by Meg Jay, which is a sen- it's essentially like the defining decade, like how the, your 20s, how to utilize them in the best way, quote unquote. That's actually not what she says. I'm not reading it. I'm just making this up. But let me see what she does say about it. Basically, this is the description. Contemporary culture tells us that 20 something years don't matter. Clinical psychologist Dr. Meg Jay argues that this could not be further from the truth. In fact, your 20s are the most defining decade of adulthood. So she kind of explores, I mean, I don't want to give any spoilers, but it's kind of like a little bit of tough love, but kind of reassuring at the same time, but just like how you should actually use your 20s to your to set yourself up for success without the like, I don't know. I mean, I have a lot of thoughts on this because I have read it. So we'll talk about that in the book club itself. Exactly. Um, it doesn't but... mean you have to love it. It doesn't mean you have to hate it. It doesn't mean anything. We just essentially wanted to have a conversation. We want to hear about it from you guys. When yeah, we what come back, thought. but we want it to not just be me and Christy. We want to actually like read this book with you guys and have you guys and we'll come up with some like book club type questions. And then maybe that would be a great chance to do some voice memos or we'll just read your opinions through our Instagram mm-hmm. and we can kind of all read it and share those points together. Kind of like we're all in a giant international book club club together so we (laughs) thought it'd be really cool so yeah get the defining decade i'm gonna get it i'm gonna read it christy already read it but maybe she'll i'm gonna reread it it because it's been some time and also things have changed so much in the past year that like i feel like i'm in a different place where i would read it now even um and also i was 24 when i read it now i'm 26 and that's like a big difference in those two ages when you think about it there's a lot of i mean especially because one was pre-pandemic and one was Mm -hmm. post-pandemic a lot a lot changes definitely so you guys will have the next three weeks we thought that was like a decent amount of time obviously everyone reads at different speeds there's probably some people that are going to be done by the time you finish this episode or like (laughs) gonna need more than three weeks to read it but that's okay we just wanted to have a happy medium where you know you have time to read it in our hiatus but then it's not just like everyone's gonna forget it if we do it in six weeks or whatever so um we would love to hear from you guys so definitely follow us on instagram at fingers crossed pod because that's where we're kind of gonna do updates and pull questions from you guys get your thoughts and gather those kind of prompts in real time as we're reading it together or whatever maybe do like a little check-in something like that um so we're definitely going to be in touch on there we're going to still be posting on instagram so if you're just dying without fingers crossed for the next three weeks definitely follow us there and keep up to date um and we'll let you know what's going on updates um probably pulling questions for future episodes and guests and all of that so we're still going to be active on there so don't miss out and hopefully you guys enjoy the book and um read along with i'm definitely excited to hear your thoughts because i have a lot of thoughts on it um so anyway yeah that's our project for the next three weeks as we're in our little hiatus before season two and um maybe we could make book club we were thinking about making it more of a long-term thing like doing bonus episodes or doing a different kind of um platform where we discuss books or something like that in the future so this is just kind of like a little testing it out and we thought that you guys will hopefully enjoy it because it's a topic yeah. that is very relevant to all of us so this is kind of like our our trial book club and we'll see how it goes see if you guys like it and then uh if not if we do then we'll uh we've got some hopefully plans moving forward. We also are planning a giveaway coming up. So stay tuned for that. I'm very excited. We have some limited edition 
items by limited i mean literally one of a kind there is only <laughs> one um so very limited overdramatic <laughs> um, at all just no the truth. not at all but it's gonna be really cool and so stay tuned for that and uh yeah lots of cool stuff now one of the last things we wanted to wrap up on before we sign off for our hiatus which is so weird to oh my say. god this is sad i'm gonna miss this like i know this is our weekly ritual like obviously it's not that long it's three we'll weeks it's not like it's not like it's a year but still I mean, three weeks is a good amount of time, but yeah. we, so we a got some questions in three weeks. Yes. We got some questions uh, from you guys about podcasting tips or how to start a podcast or like where, if we had any advice on, if you guys are interested in starting your own podcast. So we just thought we would share a couple little things about uh, tips or like how to get started with that. Um, and then we'll wrap up. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you want to start with anything or you want me to start Sure. I would just say um, the most important thing, especially if you're not used to speaking in this sort of way, like for us, we did YouTube before and Sierra was obviously an acting student and had been in films and stuff. So she was used to like speaking in a public sense, like public speaking, but not quite, not like Mm -hmm. giving a speech in public, (laughs) but you know what I mean? Like speaking to an audience who's listening essentially, even if it's recorded. So we had that sort of background going into it. But even then for us, like this is a different format, the long form conversations where you have to get used to the rhythm and everything. So I would say ultimately above all else, especially if you don't really have much of a background with that kind of speaking is just practice if you're doing it by yourself, if you're doing it with a co-host, just have kind of like we did. If you heard our um, 50th episode, we released our never before heard practice episode. Our practice episode. And we, that, was that wasn't the only ride. one. Like we recorded a few episodes. Not all of them were intended just for practice. Like we legitimately re-recorded our first episode a couple of times because, mm-hmm. you know, it just takes time getting used to it. And don't shame yourself for it because practice does make perfect and even so like I think we're continuing to improve as we continue a year in to gain more experience in it and you know interviewing guests and all of that so I would just say give yourself grace have a few practice episodes before you release it don't rush it and just prepare ahead of time if you fail to prepare you're preparing to fail so I would say definitely record a few episodes before you announce it or you release them and then have them backed up So you're Mm -hmm. not feeling overwhelmed in the beginning or rushed trying to get content out. Just give yourself time and um, practice is my number one tip for sure. Because I think the beginning is a very key part of the podcast and setting the tone of what it's going to be like and having like a clear goal with it, a mission statement, that sort of thing. That being said, of course, it's going to change. But um, just starting out on the right foot will set you up for success. Um, And yeah, having things planned like... um you know, your, your theme and, you know, making sure that you have, um, your niche, that's kind of a big thing that, um, Mm -hmm. when you're looking to start a new project or a new podcast or a, you know, show, whatever it is to find something that you love, that you are passionate about. I think that's one of the biggest things is if you start a podcast about something that you think other people want to hear, or that's Mm -hmm. like what everybody else is doing, or that's just like, oh, I'm just going to interview a bunch of different people, but your heart's not in it that's not going to be as interesting versus if you're like, I'm obsessed with sci-fi. I watch sci-fi movies every day and you make a podcast all about your analysis of sci-fi films and your favorite sci-fi characters. People, even if that's going to apply to less people, the niche people that are going to want to listen to that are going to hear your passion through your podcast. And they're going to, people want to listen to passionate people and they want to listen to people that love what they're talking about. 
-hmm. Also, you want something that you're going to be interested in talking about for potentially up to an hour. And I'm not saying that your podcast episodes have to be long form. Some people really like the short 15 minute episodes type thing, if that's what they like doing. But normally you want something that you can be comfortable getting into depth with and going on and on about. So Especially don't if you're hesitate. talking only to yourself without a guest right. or without a co-host yeah. situation. So don't hesitate to find your niche, even if it's unique or, you know, just something that you may not expect. Like, there's always a market for something unique out there. There's plenty of things that are exactly the same. So right. um, don't feel like you have to fit into any certain mold and, and be true to yourself. And then, yeah, try to get a social media going before you launch your podcast. That way you mm-hmm. have some people who are already hyped and excited and you have a little bit of a following. Um, I say as far as titles go, this is kind of like some generic advice, but I've actually been working on a podcasting project at work. So I'm just sharing what I've been doing. Um, But finding something that is kind of short and snappy, easy to remember. I remember Christy and I, when we were discussing things, we decided we wanted something that was two words long because that we had some ideas that were three, four words and we're like, it's kind of long. It's hard to fit on. I don't remember what, our ideas were before fingers crossed. We had a few others. Um, I'm trying to think of what one of them was. We had a couple that were like coast to coast or like things involving oh, yeah. the like the LA New York trope that right. we were talking about or like bi-coastal best friends. Like we had a couple that were like that. Find something that's kind of short and snappy that people can remember. Try to find something that you can get handles for on social media that's not already taken or find like versions of that. And then try to, you know, start coming up with what is your brand. For example, if you are doing this like kind of sci-fi techie podcast, you know, what colors would make sense with that? Do you want it to be like a girly sci-fi podcast or do you want it to be more like a, you know, techie, you know, all gender, whatever, you know, who do you want it to appeal to? Who's your target audience? Um, and start doing some research there as far as like who you want to market it towards, how you want to like get into those circles so you can start building a following. I feel like these are all things to work on before you even like launch anything. This is just like kind mm-hmm. of all the prep work that you do. Um, also, you want to get some equipment. Definitely the best beginner thing is a USB microphone. That's what Christy and I record on right now. Um, there, there's a lot more you can get if you're getting like XLR microphones, the big ones with like the separate recorders, but that's a lot more, that's kind of like what the professionals use. And if you're just recording literally in a closet in your home, which is what Christy and I are doing, um, a USB microphone is the perfect thing. Um, and getting a space that you can kind of like shut a door away from windows. These are kind of like more technical aspects, but they're just things that, you know, not everybody is aware of like all the like thought that goes into starting something like this and we um, definitely had to do some trial and error with that trial like and start error, try recording in different places listen yeah. back to it figure out what the best environment is for you to record in you might be surprised at how terrible the acoustics are in a room that you thought would be good etc um so just kind of like be open to trying different places and environments for that and They're you also, don't really yeah. need to invest too much money to start honestly like you could start with just you know, um, the microphone on your headphones probably and just like start your podcast that way if you don't want to go out and buy a new microphone. Like I would say the better the quality, the better. Like it's not a bad thing, but um, definitely like you don't have to be investing hundreds of dollars into all of this fancy equipment to start. No, um, definitely not. And you can also start with getting like a, a small lavalier microphone, which are the ones you see TikTokers using a lot of the time, mm-hmm. little black ones that you hold up by your mouth. Um, those are usually, you can get them for like 20, 25 bucks for cheap ones. And you could even go sit in your car and go park in a quiet place if you don't really have a space in your house or you live in a, like a co-living situation. There's a lot of things you you don't have to have a fancy setup. It just takes like time and dedication 
and trial and error and practice. And um, I also think consistency is key. You know, even if you say, okay, I'm going to upload, you know, twice, twice a month and, but you still are, you're consistent with that. That helps people keep coming back versus if you put out like five episodes and then disappear for two months, then you put out two more episodes, then you disappear. People don't really know when to expect your content. So be realistic with yourself as far as what you can commit to and then do your best to stick to it. And that way people know when to expect things. And you can always add more, but it's harder to like backtrack. Absolutely. Once you already commit to something. Make sure if it's not just you, if you're going to have, when you decide your cast, if it's going to be, you know, you and your sister or you and your two best friends, make sure that each person is willing to commit the same amount of time as you. And if they're not, and they're not realistic that they can commit to what you want, maybe you decide some kind of thing where they come on once a month or you just, you know, you alternate co-hosts or something to make sure that you're not disappointed when you want to put in all this effort and someone else is not matching that. Like these are just like Mm -hmm. all things to consider. Um, I could go on and on, but there are tons of YouTube videos out there with incredible resources for starting a podcast as well as articles Um, there's one that I really love that helps you. It's not, it's less of the nitty gritty of the technical stuff, but more about how to find a topic that really means something to you. And it kind of is like a step-by-step process of getting into like the core of like who you are and what you want to bring to the table. And I watched that YouTube video a couple weeks ago as a work project and I thought it was great. So maybe we'll link it in the show notes. So, um, something for people to look at. Um, yeah, I think especially with the niche thing, it's good to be specific, but also broad enough that you can continue to make content around it long term. It's not getting stale. Like, I think a great example of this is my friend Mary. I want to give her a shout out because she started a podcast called Business Next Door. And what she does, the whole premise is about small businesses. But what she does is she interviews a different small business entrepreneur in every single episode with a completely different field, product, all of those things. So you're getting a wide variety of opinions, but it all comes back to the same niche of small businesses and how to start them. So it's so interesting to hear from that, but also like that could go on forever because there's so many different small businesses, but they all relate. So it's Mm -hmm. important enough to like have some specificity, but don't like dig yourself into a hole where you can't expand or like there's not room to grow in that like it limits yourself um so it's about kind of and that might take a while to really find the balance of it in trial and error etc but um just be mindful of that that you're not like digging yourself into a too confining of a niche either yeah definitely good advice i think we could go on and on about this but uh you probably could do your own research as well, and we don't want to prattle on too much. Um, but those are just a few beginning tips, and uh, it's been a really great journey, and there are lots of other people out there who can help. So don't be afraid to do some research and ask for help. And uh, our DMs are always open. Like I said, if you want to ask a specific question about the how-tos, we, we're happy to answer and help you out. So Yeah, and one thing I did want to say, because we do get questions about this, just a little logistic thing. If you are recording with someone and you're not in the same room, what we do for long distance recording or interviews or something is we have our own microphones that are, you know, set to similar settings. We have the exact same microphone, which helps with making it sound like we're in the same room. But we record on a platform called Zencaster. I'm not necessarily recommending it because we've had some issues with it also. But before, (laughs) in the past, we would just FaceTime on our computers, have headphones plugged into the microphone so there's not an echo, and then just press record on QuickTime Player on On our separate computers and have separate audio files. So it's just recording like me talking. And then on Sierra's end, it's just recording her audio. But then we edit them together. So it sounds like we're in the same room, um, essentially, because we're just recording it separately 
with the same technology. So um, definitely that's something to consider. Um, and guest wise, I think you can do, there's different platforms that some are free, some you pay for, um, just play around with what works for you. I would say you can even do like zoom calls and just make sure that the person is recording or has some sort of, you know, headphone microphone or something to record on. Um, yeah. just a little logistical thing. Cause we do get questions about how we record together. Yeah. We just, part. we started out like, like she said, just doing quick time recordings and we'd have two different stereo tracks and then you can mix them. You can use various audio editing softwares. Christy and I have kind of been like cutting corners just by using like Final Cut Pro and iMovie, like as our audio editing softwares, but there are some great uh, softwares out there. A free one is Audacity um, and same with GarageBand. Those are mm-hmm. both designed as audio editing softwares and they're both free and easy to use. You just have to take the time to learn them. Um, learning a little bit of audio editing, I definitely think is essential to having a podcast because um, we're not Trisha Paytas. We're not doing like an hour long unedited thing. You know, we do our best to keep it as real as possible, but having a few basic edits where you edit out like long pauses or times where you mess up or things like that or put I in think, your intro music like exactly like and adding in little sound effects or when we do an ad you know we have our little like doot, 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 that we put in you know, like those like little edits they, they add to the professionalism of a podcast because it, it does show that you edited it there's effort um it also gives you the freedom to if you do make a mistake or you don't like how you said something or you want to redo a question you have the flexibility of not having to do it all in one, you're not on stage, you know, because you are able to redo stuff. And it takes a little bit of the pressure off when you know that you have that as an outlet. So yeah, um, definitely. I also remember following someone who had their own podcast. And she said that what she would do is she would record in her editing software, like in Final Cut Pro, GarageBand or whatever it was. And if she messed up while she was talking, she would just stop it right there, edit out the thing and then keep going. So then by the time she finished recording, she was done editing. That's like, brilliant. We got to yeah. do that, dude. I, I spent mean, we, so much we couldn't we spent, do that, but I know, but we um, spent so much time editing. Um, that's something to like save time if that's easier for you if you're doing a solo podcast. But just an idea. I've never done it, but I same with some other platforms like Anchor or Podbean. They also have apps. So if you want to record from your phone, you can get a small attachable microphone that attaches to your phone. Um, I know there's a lot of different companies that have them. My company has them. Um which is Movo. So you can check that out. That's not like a paid sponsorship thing. I'm just saying that like you can record a podcast on your smartphone as well by getting a small smartphone microphone and you can record directly like into the Anchor app and edit on the app and upload that way if you don't have a laptop or prefer to like have it more mobile. So um, there's a lot. If you don't know what Anchor is, we do use them to distribute our podcast. It's the distributor essentially. Mm -hmm. So you just upload your file to Anchor if you sign up. And you can, you know, go ahead and get it approved on a bunch of different platforms automatically. Like you just go ahead and set up your podcast on there and it will automatically like put your podcast on Spotify, Apple Music or whatever it is, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, whatever it is. Tons of different platforms that I didn't even know existed. So I would definitely recommend using something like that um, to get it distributed. We have advertisements for those in our podcast sometimes. So you might have heard us talk about Anchor, but highly Mm -hmm. recommend. We've never had a problem with it and we love it so great stuff um yeah we could go on for a long time especially i feel like listening to sierra with her technical knowledge of audio recording now being in her job i'm like wow look how far we've come like look at you audio genius now (laughs) i'm definitely not an audio genius but i'm learning a lot about like audio technology from my job definitely yeah more than we knew a year ago that's for sure very true very true (laughs) i think it's it's time we get a microphone upgrade by the way but maybe we'll do that during our hiatus during the hiatus come back in three weeks see if we have better audio 
quality, see if anything sounds different. We'll give you a huge life update in three weeks. Absolutely. Um, we didn't even actually do a life update at the beginning of this No, one, we but... went to do an intro and we kind of just like jumped straight into the thing, yeah. which is fine. But any any quick life updates you want to share? Yeah, you guys, I have a job interview on Monday. Oh my God. For a job that I'm really excited about. So I'm trying not to put Yay! all my eggs in the basket, but oh it was the one God. that I was like very much gung-ho about and i think would be a perfect fit for me so knocking on wood i am knocking, knocking on cardboard on wood. Yes. um yeah by the time you listen to this it will have already happened so maybe in three weeks when we come back i will have a drop but maybe not so <laughs> we'll oh see uh, but that's crossed, um, my dude, update that's yeah amazing. fingers are crossed for fingers that for crossed. sure that's amazing um jason is in a similar position so fingers crossed for him as well yes. he has he's in like the third round of interviews with this job so anyway we're we're really 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 hoping that Yay. that works out so just fingers crossed all around for everybody it's so stressful and it's really scary to say that out loud in a right. public way when you may not get it because exactly. then everyone's like oh did you get it did you get it and you're like mm, i don't no. want to talk about it <laughs> no but you're going going to that's just a hypothetical we're manifesting it manifesting yes. when i say mana you say best mana best oh yes. sorry i was too eager <laughs> no 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 it was perfect um, okay great but when yes, i say hi you that. say yatus hi yatus yatus <laughs> anyway guys we will see you in three weeks start those books send us pictures defining tag decade. us on your stories if you're reading uh the defining decade we'll have a link if you want to get the book through us or you could like go to your local library whatever uh we'll have a link in our show notes you can know just what we're talking about the exact book and we would love to hear from you guys like i said you can get the audiobook if you want so then it feels like you're listening to a podcast and you're just listening to a book but um don't get too comfortable with that because you're going to want to listen to our podcast again in three weeks so yes. <laughs> love you guys so much we're thank so you for the support excited, over this yes. past year and we're excited for all to come truly this would not be a show without you guys like you make this worth doing and, and your feedback and support means the absolute world to us so we are so grateful thanks for sticking with us share our podcast with a friend if you're willing someone who you know doesn't listen already or follow us and maybe would be interested um share us with a friend and let's you know keep 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 the ball rolling yes and can i just say i forgot to say this earlier but i am living my childhood dream on this podcast because when i was younger i always wanted to have a radio show i always wanted to have my own like talking radio show specifically not like on the public radio but i always said i think i've talked about this before i always said i was gonna have a like college radio show and i never did it when i was in college and now i'm finally living out my dreams of having it it really fulfills that for me so i just that's why i love it but you know who we are christy hey this is Lily shut up Moskowitz and listen shut up and listen literally same <laughs> minds literally I was like we are literally shut up and listen okay so we're rebranding no more fingers crossed we are now yes. shut up and listen and we're now come both changing our names with... legally to lily yes Moskowitz. yeah new album artwork to come shut up and listen amazing uh... until next time guys stay in touch follow us on instagram follow our personal instagrams if you want to see what we're up to and we will see you we will you'll hear from us in three us. weeks august 17th we'll be back in your ears so mark your calendars it'll be back and better than ever and we are so excited for all to come so love you all so much thanks for listening once again and without further ado shut up and listen just kidding keep your fingers crossed <laughs> that caught me off guard got you bye guys uh...